recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge high atop the Dan Holland building in beautiful Midtown Chesapeake, Virginia. It's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host, Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Sorry, everybody. Let me just make this perfectly clear. There is no such thing as werewolves. They're imaginary. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the old podcast. Hey, Phyllis. Hey, Rob. Tonight we're talking about not an old classic, not a cult favorite from way back like we usually do, but a new film we decided to check out. Just uh, kind of randomly saw it on the list somewhere and yeah. thought, huh. Well, we're looking through the the YouTube and uh, the Roku and the Tubi and the Plex and all those things and trying to find something we haven't seen yet or maybe something we would forgot about and came across some interesting stuff and this one kind of jumped out at us it's uh what's well, kind of under wasn't under like horror comedy yes it was listed under horror comedy and, and we it's were... not really a comedy at all it's got uh, some funny lines yeah and some some of the ways that it's done are a yeah. little humorous but yeah it's and not that's really funny yeah it's not a comedy but but what happens in the situations they're in the reactions are funny, like how kind of real people would react. Yeah, and and almost kind of like, well, you have to laugh at it, otherwise you're going to cry. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But it's not like Edmund Costello meet Frankenstein. No, or, no, no, no. You know, not anything at all. like that. And I think the the deciding factor for this one was Ricky, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Ricky Lindholm was in it. We we love her, uh, but also Robert Forrester was in it. Yeah. This is scary. It's new. I never saw a body like that. The director, I think this may have been his last movie. I it was either his last movie or one of his last movies. Yeah. Um but it it was uh he died a, not long after making mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Jim Cummings is the lead in it and I wasn't really familiar with his name. There's a voice actor, a cartoon voice voice actor named Jim Cummings also. Okay. But this guy is a writer, director and uh, an actor, mm-hmm. he's uh, directed more than he's acted in. Mm-hmm. And he wrote and directed this picture and also starred in it. And not too shabby. No, he was really good in this. Yeah. Basically, it's a werewolf story and murder mystery kind of thing, like, you know, most werewolf movies. In the small ski town in, was it Utah? There, Utah. Somewhere in Utah, yeah. It's like a ski resort kind of area. Yeah. And it starts off with this couple, is uh, they're having dinner at this restaurant, and they're going to this... I guess written a they rented a cabin, a lodge, or a cabin yeah. with a hot tub and all that, and he's going to propose to his fiance. And while they're there at the cabin, he goes in to take a shower, and she goes out to cut the hot tub off and gets attacked by a werewolf, mm-hmm. and her lady parts go missing, which is just bizarre. Yeah. He rips her apart and takes her vagina. Yes, and. So the police, we meet the police. They never, they never come right out and say that, but yeah. the, the sheriff comes up and this part was kind of oddly humorous. The sheriff comes up and says, was there any sign of sexual assault? And the forensic investigator keeps saying, can you talk to sheriff or deputy whatever about that? And yeah. and he says, no, just tell me. And they say, well, we haven't found that part yet, sir. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's just yeah. bad. Uh, yeah, and we meet the police at this point, mm-hmm. and the sheriff is Forrester, is the yeah. old sheriff, he's getting ready to retire. Mm-hmm. His son is Jim Cummings, mm-hmm. and then the other deputy or detective or whatever, deputy I guess, because they're sheriffs, uh, is Ricky Lindholm. She's like the, the right hand 
deputy. Yeah. The one with sense. Julia Robbins or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And you get the impression that of everybody in the the police department, she really is kind of the only one that's got any damn sense, I think. Yeah. I mean, the son... He's trying real hard, but he's got a lot of his own issues yeah, that you discover. That, yeah, that's something that, that happens in this that you see. His issues, this is a little different from other werewolf pictures, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's this really flawed guy just trying to keep it together, and he yeah. doesn't have the coping mechanism to keep it together. I'm John. I'm an alcoholic. I've been in the program now for six years. Sober for three. He's an alcoholic, divorced, mm-hmm. has a daughter getting ready to go to college that goes between him and the wife, mm-hmm. and his dad has had health issues, the sheriff, so he's and trying refusing to, to get help. Refusing to get help, so that's weighing down And on refusing him. to retire. Yeah. So he's trying to deal with all this, plus trying to help, you know, trying to solve this murder. Yeah. And at, almost at one point, you think, well, maybe he's the werewolf when he blacks out and doesn't know it. I mean, they, they yeah. almost lead you to believe that. Just for a little, yeah. yeah. But that goes away pretty quick. Yeah. One thing cool about this is that f- during scenes, like of when they're discovering the body, mm-hmm. it flashes to the funeral mm-hmm. and back to the present. Yeah. And, you know, so you get, so instead of having this long, here's this scene, then the funeral, yeah, it's a long not all, scene. Yeah, it's not all just chronologically yeah. in, in line. It jumps all around. But it's not confusing them. No, not at all. It makes perfect sense. And within all that, you also get a lot of these weird little cut scenes that are almost glimpses, or they are glimpses into like what what Jim is thinking, or what's his, I can't even remember his character's name now. I know it, but it's gone. Anyway, yeah, what, what the character's <laughs> name, or whatever the character is thinking. Yeah. Like he's... He's stressing out and he's he's watching this this guy at a funeral like completely losing his shit on him saying why yeah. didn't why weren't you there why didn't you find the killer and he flashes to oddly this picture of his kitchen and it's got the microwave over the stove and it's like 11:01 p.m. or you assume p.m. cuz it looks dark and you see that once and I'm like why did we just see yeah. the kitchen? I don't know. And then understand. it goes back to that another time. You see that yeah. again. But they the see it again different. later and it's like 11, 11 p.m. Yeah. And then a little bit later, you see it again. And then you see like the microwave and then the cabinet above the microwave and you see him reach in there and like dig to the back and dig out some beer cans. Yeah. So he's falling he's off falling the off the wagon and that's so where the, he yeah. stashed his So the beer. time had really had nothing to do with it on a microwave. No, was. but it was just odd that it was yeah. always... Right around eleven or whatever, yeah. and the the struggle with him and his dad and his daughter and you know all that is really it was done well. Yeah, you feel I mean, for these people. You it's know. really a a a human tragic story yeah. wrapped into a werewolf story. Yeah, um, and the werewolf looks fantastic. Does. Yeah, I mean it's like a howling style werewolf. Yeah, but a little beefier. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised at just how much I enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, the, there were a lot of really artsy choices made. There were some as beautiful far as shots. The cinematography goes. Yeah. Some of the transitions really surprised it me. It was shot very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting a low budget, you know, okay kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And because we'd watched one before this, actually, we'll mention that in a minute, which was the exact opposite. was a low-budget movie trying to be an artsy-type movie. And it had some interesting stuff in it, but you could tell it fell into some of the same things that a lot of low-budget, with the shots that they chose and all. sadly, yeah. 
And but, and the acting really wasn't up to par on, on that most one. Well, you that, know, we're talking yeah. about that already. Okay. So yeah. Just a, a quick aside as we do our tangent here. That movie was called I Am Lisa. And there was nobody in it that I'd ever heard of before. No. And it sounded like it was going to be pretty cool. It's, it really did. The trailer made me think this is a uh, Last House on the Left werewolf no, no. version. I spit on your grave. I mean, grave. sorry. I spit on your grave yeah. werewolf Combined version. Combined with wolf. Yeah, yeah. It was like it looked like it was going to be a revenge picture. Like this girl had some brutal stuff happen to her and she was getting her revenge. The failings of it is you did you saw a little bit of the brutality, but they alluded to the rest of it, so you didn't really feel the revenge. Yeah. You know, you weren't rude. I mean, you were rooting for her to get revenge, but it wasn't like, "Oh yeah, tear these, you know, guys up." Yeah, yeah. And then I the mean, revenge not... was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it I mean, wasn't you know, as intense as thing, it could have been that's the thing with i spit on your grave i mean a lot of people don't like that movie because they say that it's it's too brutal it's too uncomfortable to watch because of the rapes and yeah. how realistic they are yeah and i understand that i get it oh it is brutal um, it's brutal as hell it really is and sure it's uncomfortable to watch it should be uncomfortable that's to the watch. point is to make you feel horrible for this girl that's right and to hate these bad guys yeah and then the revenge is all the sweeter because she rises from that she pulls herself out of that yeah gets revenge and then is in a brutal better, ways back yeah yeah and is is so much better Justified. on the other side that's yeah. right so this movie i was in no way expecting this to be anywhere as good as i spit on your grave because yeah you know that's a standard you can't really meet but oh yeah yeah but I was hoping that it was going to give me something like that because it really the trailer was pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. It just it kind of misfired. Yeah, you know it didn't deliver what I was hoping for from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Neither of us wanted to sit and you know watch a brutal rape scene. That's not what we're saying. Uh-uh. But they didn't really show much of anything happening. Yeah. And at even all. the revenge, like I said, the revenge. Was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. And she got the guys back. It was just kind of, uh, oh, that's that's oh, it's all over. she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It was anything suffer. creative. It, yeah. You know, she didn't make them <laughs> suffer like she was supposed to have suffered. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It was just kind of quick and like, boom. Oh, done. Okay. Yeah. I was really sad that that. But it did have a happy ending overall. It did. Yeah. I mean, it, it had interesting parts. There yeah. were, you know, the, yeah. the idea behind it was interesting. The the plot had a good I don't know. It was it was good and a good idea. Yeah. It just wasn't delivered on. Yeah, well. and it, it a couple of things like the characters, like the character of Mary, we didn't get enough about her. Yeah, and that guy, why she knew and what she was doing. Right, and, and then that guy Dolphus that lived out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. You yeah, get the crazy impression. Jack Cracker. Yeah, yeah, he was apparently a werewolf. At least or, we uh, think so. No, no, he had, was clawed by a werewolf. He had the claw marks on his face. But we think but, he was a wolf. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he wasn't. see, that's the thing. You did anyway. There were things that were just yeah. very open ended and strange. But in any and that's case, that's another one we watched on what was that on Plex? That was on or Amazon. I think that was on Amazon Prime. Okay, that's I am Lisa. Yeah. So I mean, it it, it was kind of cool, but. I don't know. It left a lot yeah. lacking, I think. Yeah. So Wouldn't take, recommend that, take a look at that high. one if you want to and, yeah. and let us know. But this one, the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yes. Back the one we are now. originally talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah. And it did keep you wondering who the werewolf, well, was it a werewolf? Who the werewolf was? Yeah. And then when you see that it is a werewolf and how good it looks. Yeah. And when the 
Jim, for lack of his character's name, sees that it's a werewolf also, but he doesn't see it up close, though. Right. Uh, he sees it as it's moving away. Right, and then he's easily distracted because his daughter is the one that was under attack. So. Yeah, and he's, when instead of being so worried about her, he's just pissed that she was out and, yeah. and put herself in danger. Yeah. Which I get kind of where he's coming from, but then he started to make it about himself. Yeah. Instead of completely being pissed at her for putting herself in danger. Yeah. But that's kind well, of started that. That's one of the things that I really enjoyed about this film. He's, as you said earlier, he's definitely a flawed character. He's, oh, yeah. He's got many failings. You know, he's got rage issues. He's an alcoholic. He certainly plays the victim. He yeah. he puts everything about himself. I mean, they even, his dad even says something about that at yeah. one point because he starts going mm. on and on about how he's not going to put up with his dad doing or staying as sheriff he needs to retire because it, because it's uh, how it's affecting him, essentially. Yeah. You know, he can't deal with it every day. And his dad says, oh, so it's all about you. you yeah. Know? But, but you that's also, true yeah. because he does that in well, every relationship. But you can also see that he's this, He's trying to hold it together. He really and he is. can't. He just can't. He's, you know. I think that's why he's so endearing. Because every time he would do it, I mean, he'd say something or whatever yeah. that would be all about himself. I'd be like, gosh, can't why can't you see yeah. that you're just turning it around on you again? But at the same point, he really is trying to do a good and job. He even he's realizes, trying to he keep even his says shit that together. he's an asshole. He realizes that he's being an asshole. Yeah. And he he does he does have some funny lines though his reactions to some things yeah. when he kind of loses it about you know can I just be right one time yeah John they're saying there's a big bear big jaw no it's a man when do I get to be right about something listen to what I'm saying or do your job or when the librarian wakes him up John <laughs> I'm sorry I I I didn't know you were sleeping well I'm wide awake now what can I do for you. <laughs> God, that was so that good. That was good. Oh, he he reacted really good in a lot of scenes. Yeah, he was he was really good. God, the scene I think where I realized this guy really can act was when his dad was. It was the last day his dad was at the office, I guess, and he was having a heart attack. Or oh maybe yeah, just, and he told him just yeah. go, please go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And so he, he walks out. His dad's finally agreed to go to the hospital. And the whole team is and getting he, ready to go out. To yeah, they're, yeah, they're the all shotguns killer. ready. Yeah, so he has to go. And he goes to the the dispatcher. officer who's yeah. dispatcher or whatever and tells her, I need you to call the ambulance for my dad and I need you to not tell anyone what's happening. Yeah. You know, because his dad and, wanted and to keep it quiet. I need you to do this for me because I, because I, and he's, he's, because I just can't do I it. I can't do this. You know, yeah. and she says, She's like, I, I've got, I've got it, I've got you, I'll do it. Go. Yeah, yeah, and just that whole she, scene. Yeah, and you was can tell really she's good. she's an older lady, and you tell she's probably been working there her whole life, and she's known this guy since he growing up. Like, yeah. so I like you know another aunt or something. I've got yeah. you. Go. You yeah, know. it was that, that was, was a really good scene. It was. It was a yeah. good moment, and there's a couple moments like that in yeah, it. It really you was. Know. Now spoilers. Oh, and I'll get that that in a second. There's another good scene where Ricky is. She's got it together the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. But then after uh, Jim sees the the werewolf and shoots at him, he runs off. They find one of the other officers because they were staking out different parts of town. Mm -hmm. And they find these officers are coming up in this driveway and there's, there's legs sticking out of a trash can. And first we thought it was the boyfriend that ran off. 
right. then when you get up close, Ricky looks in the trash can, and she kind of backs up against the fence and slides down with this look on her face like, oh, shit. And it's one of the officers. Mm-hmm. And that's where you see her, like, she she doesn't break down, but it's like she just is out of gas. Yeah. You know, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But uh, spoilers now. It's this is different. It is. When you find out who the werewolf is that is not a werewolf. Yeah. It's a crazy guy, serial killer, who who was a taxidermist and he's made a werewolf suit. Yep. And, and the he guy, happens to be freakishly tall. Yeah, he's like six twelve. Yeah, know? he's he's <laughs> approaching seven yeah. feet tall. He, he's six foot thirteen. Yeah. And uh <laughs> yeah, he's just he's not a bulky guy he's a skinny guy but he's tall yeah he's giant. and the suit he made the suit he made the bulky. suit because he's yeah. a taxidermist right. so he made it it's a and it's a beautiful werewolf suit god yeah. every werewolf movie should have a suit that looks that good yeah but that was pretty cool i was like oh what a twist what a twist <laughs> Yeah, that was it was a pleasant surprise. I I almost expected to feel disappointed mm-hmm. when when we realized it was oh, really yeah. just a guy yeah. in a suit. But I wasn't. I, I no. was happy. It was it was a nice surprise. I think because this whole movie played like a I don't know, just a a human emotion piece, yeah. you know? It it, well, they did. it played as a horror movie, but it had so much emotion yeah. in it. And it it did work, I think, as a mystery as far as the direction. Oh yeah. It didn't hard steer you to anybody. No, it didn't. But there were a couple times where I'm like, "Well, maybe it Yeah, I didn't think it was the boyfriend mm-hmm. because we saw that he was in the house when the girl right. came. But there was a, at one point they tried to make you think maybe it was. Right. And then a couple of the other townies Mm-hmm. Like the short guy and the tall guy, the two hunters, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then you think they catch them at one point. Yeah, one of the guys OD, and then they and think it's they over. Think it's that guy, yeah. And it's just wrapping up epilogue to the movie, you know. Uh, and then Jim at one point, the alcoholic lead, you know. Yet you're almost a couple times like, okay, is he schizophrenic? Does he black out and become the yeah. world? You know that. Yeah, kind and of there's thing. one point where I can't remember how it happened, but he's. Was it after he went after the the daughter's boyfriend or something for abandoning her during the werewolf attack? Yeah. He, he afterwards he pulls a crown or a tooth out. Yeah, or yeah. He he spirals into. Oh no! No, it was after that. Was after his dad died, I think. Okay, well, and that kind of all happened at the same time. Yeah, somewhere anyway. But he starts drinking heavy and yeah. I guess getting high. I think he, he was just something. drinking. No, was he, he smoking something. Yeah, he had something no, in that his was, hand. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. In I can't the station. And then That's he pulls, right. like, he reaches up at some point and pulls a tooth out. It's like he pulled a crown off. Yeah. And they show, I mean, they, it, they make a point to show it to you. Yeah. So you're almost like, is that like a transition Yeah, thing? what's going on here? Why are we seeing a tooth? I mean, yeah. it, that was just odd. It was an odd little, now take the, I guess they were just trying to yeah. give you a little mislead there. I'm not sure. The coolest shot in the movie that was that one of those first shots. I think it was right after the first kill oh. when the camera's backing away from it and showing the the blood in the snow and then the wolf print mm-hmm. and there's it's there's water in the print in the snow and you see the reflection of the full moon in the print. Yeah, that was gorgeous. It was really nice. They had my attention from right then. Yeah, on. I think that's one of the differences about this film from I Am Lisa, which there are many differences, obviously. Oh yeah, but. This one, it starts out 
something's happening. It's interesting. It keeps you interested. There's lots of questions. There's lots of things happening. It didn't drag. No, it it constantly gives you. I am Lisa Lisa, did drag. Yeah. I am Lisa was definitely slower. Yeah. Yeah. This moved at a pretty good pace. Yeah, I was... I was sad. We wanted to do a twofer, but there's not a whole lot more to say about I Am Lisa because it was really just kind of boring. Yeah. You know, they had some um, they had some public domain films in it, you know, yeah. kind of homage to the old horror stuff and yeah. Vincent Price. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, that they and just Werewolf fell flat. of Washington. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> but it just fell flat. Oh, and this one in uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow, the one we're talking about, there's a par- poster of the Love Witch movie oh, in yeah. the daughter's room and then and then you see later on the the girl that played the love witch is like a she has a cameo yeah in some business they go in for i forget yeah i think it, it was it was one of the victim's co-workers oh okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i don't even know she had a name there. but yeah that was kind of neat yeah yeah and this jim cummings didn't you tell me what else did he do he did something else and i was like oh wait it was xyz xyz did the raid oh yeah the the Company that dist- uh, distributed the film, XYZ Films, mm-hmm. did distributed this film. Also distributed the Raid and the Raid Two and uh, yeah, and yeah. a few other films. But then there was something and about the, him. The Canon documentary, Electric Boogaloo, the Canon Films documentary. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, there was something about him, Jim Cummings, that he did, and I, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I probably we will get there when we get to uh, yeah, Planet of the Apes. Probably I don't know. <laughs> so. You know, we also watched a couple of uh, Argento films that we had hoped we would be able to talk about. And I will say that they were beautiful and I loved watching them. And if you have Plex or if you don't have Plex, you need to get Plex because there's an amazing. Plex has got tons of stuff. Amazing category or uh, an amazing library of films on there. Amongst them, we watched Phenomena. <laughs> and deep red deep red and we may come back at some point and talk about them because they were both they were both really films. good yeah we just weren't we weren't feeling talking about it today so uh, we'll come back to those yeah. but i will say that they were gorgeous uh deep red was only in italian so you're gonna have to do subtitles on plex if you haven't already seen it yeah phenomena <laughs> was in english uh with little bits of uh little bits of Italian thrown in here and there yeah, for the scenes that were added in. Anyhow, we'll come back to those at a later date, but they were a lot of, a lot of fun to watch. Well, maybe fun's not the right word. They were beautiful to watch and yeah. worth watching. Oh yeah. They were shot. They were gorgeous. I mean, it's Argento. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, getting back to that werewolf suit though. Oh yeah. I didn't uh I looked up the makeup and where and costuming and all. I didn't recognize any names from it. So oh, yeah. Can't remember their names right now, but uh hats off to them. Yeah, they <laughs> did a put great that together. Job. Yeah. And I hope they get a lot more work because that thing phenom- was beautiful. Yeah. It was really good. Gorgeous. I mean, it looked like another one of my favorite werewolf suits is from Bad Moon. Right. And this was every bit as good if not better than that suit. Yeah, it was it was very very nice. I would like to see uh, what else they've done. Maybe you should look up the. 
costume designer and and makeup artist. Oh yeah, and all yeah. That and I'll see have to do that. What else and, they've worked on? Yeah. Hopefully, I can get some really good pictures to put on the Facebook page of it. I hope so. Because uh, I had never heard of this it, film until it, it just showed up as a recommendation from other things we've yeah, been watching. Yeah, yeah. Me either. Me either. Uh, apparently, it was released in 2020, uh, limited release hmm. to theaters and streaming at the same day. Okay. So. I mean, I don't know if there's a whole lot more we can say. I mean, there there are plenty of things to say, I guess, but I would say very pleasantly surprised. Yes. Uh, way more artsy than I expected and artsy in a good way. Just oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the cinematographer and art director or photography or whatever were really, really good director of photography. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Did a really good job and very clean, easy to find. Uh, we watched it on, yeah, what, what's... I think that one was on prime as well, but I want to say that Plex might've had it too, but it should be easy enough to find. It's not old. Yeah. But it was good. It was really good and enjoyable watch and, Worth watching just because it was so unusual. I think for a, a werewolf film. Yeah, it was. It was one. It was one of those. It was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, absolutely. You know, which is really rare in newer films these days. For yeah, me, yeah, anyway. no kidding. That's the truth. All right. Well, that's I about, guess that's about yeah, it. About all I've got. We have one thing left to do. Yes, we do. We have to prove that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes, and that it does. So what we do here at the end of most episodes is we play the game The World of Rolls Around Planet Apes and we discovered this many, many years ago, Clayton and I, that you can connect anybody and anything back to the original Planet Apes movies or series. So Phyllis is going to give me somebody from, and does this about every episode, what the movie we're talking about, somebody from the movie, and I I will connect them back to Planet Apes in as few steps as possible. Well, I think I might do two people this time. Okay. Because Fired I, up. I think you have to do Ricky because we like her so much. Okay. But I want you to do Jim Cummings too. Okay. Who you want first? Ricky. Okay. Ricky Lindholm was in Knives Out. Oh, yeah. With Christopher Plummer, who was an undiscovered country. <laughs> and if you go to Star Trek, you immediately can take any of the classic Star Trek to Mark Leonard, who was Sarak, who was Orko on Planet X TV series. Yes. Okay, you want Jim Cummings? That was really fast. Okay, yes, do okay. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings was in the new Halloween Kills movie. Uh, the new Halloween Kills movie with Nicholas Pryor. Who's Nicholas Pryor? He has a small part in Halloween Kills. Obviously. Uh, but he was also on an episode of Tales of the Gold Monkey TV series in the 80s with Roddy McDowell. <laughs> Planet <laughs> okay. of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> You, well, want, you want Robert Forrester while we're at it? That was really obscure. You want Robert Forrester while we're at it? I mean, why not? Go ahead. Robert Forrester was in the black hole. <laughs> Robert Forrester was in the black hole. Roddy did With the voice Roddy. of Vincent. <laughs> I completely spaced on him being in black hole. There you go. You're I welcome. I love the Planet black Apes. hole. So go watch all the original Planet of the Apes films or the series. And then, uh, you know, give this one a shot. Watch uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. It was a really enjoyable film. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm surprised I had never heard any buzz about this one. So, um, yeah, give it a watch and let us know what you think. 
Yeah. Let us know if you've seen it yet. And I'll th- try to throw the trailer up on the Facebook page, and if I can find some, you know, some good pictures, I'll, you know, always I'll put them in a folder there. Sounds good. So check it out. That's about all I got. How about you? That's it. All right. Well, till next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night. <laughs>